0: One thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? When? why are we waiting wait, for? Wait. Take us? <laughs> Hello everybody! Welcome to Tim Gaither Podcast, Episode seventy four. My guest today is my buddy Moranzio Vance, and uh, one of my favorite comedians. How you doing, Moranzio? Oh, good.
1: This is your seventy fourth one.
0: Yeah, seventy four. You believe that shit?
1: Do you do one every week?
0: Every week, really? Yeah.
1: I used to do it every week.
0: How often do you do it
1: now? <laughs> <laughs> I started. Look, I started doing the podcast in two thousand eleven. Oh wow. And the only reason I did it, because Bill Burr did it. Yeah. And Bill Burr used to do them when MySpace was relevant. Okay. And he would do this place called Gcast. And Gcast was just basically you take your phone and you call in mm-hmm. and they you speak it to your phone and just rant. He would just rant into his phone yeah, for I remember like two that. hours. And then they would just <laughs> throw it up on the, on the website. And I would just sit there and listen to Bill Burr just yell and scream and be mad. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. I'm going yeah. to do this. And I just went out and found the equipment and I just started doing it. And I, I, it's almost like cabin fever because I just kept recording episodes by myself <laughs> yeah. and not talking to anyone. Yeah. And then eventually I went out and, and started like saying, hey, you want to do my podcast with me? And then I would get people. It's the headache of just booking guests. Yeah. And like, hey, you, you got some free time. I know you're chasing your dream and there's no money involved in comedy, <laughs> but will you please come do this free podcast you across town for free. Yeah. Would you like to drive across <laughs> town? There's no parking at all. There's no food or beverages. And, uh, you may not get a reception in it's the basement. Like, it's the- like
0: most Hollywood gigs. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I tell people now, I say, uh, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask me. Like it's it's two different ways to say, it. you can say, can I book you for my room? Or would you like to do my show? Yeah. Would you like to do my show? It means there's no money involved. Right. Booking indicates that there is a budget. Mm-hmm. There's money involved that we will exchange, you yeah. know, compensation for my services. It's, it's, don't I hate when people say, "Can I book you for my show?"
0: Yeah, I, I, I. This girl that I don't talk to anymore. Um, not that we're not friends or anything. We just don't talk. But she was. She started out her career here, and she would be like, "I was like, so when's your open mic?" she was like, it's not an open mic, it's a book show. And I was like, are you getting paid for it? And she was like, no. And I was like, then that's an
1: open mic. That's an open mic. (laughs) Anytime there's not money involved, it's an open mic. I don't care how long the spots are. Yeah. If it's a free show, it's a 20-minute open mic.
0: Dude, I got an email that I wish I could, uh, it'd take me too long to pull it up. But this guy basically was like, would you like to come to Santa Monica, do 30 minutes of PG-13 for free, Oh, and if I pack the place, I can break you off something. And I wanted to be like, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> First of all, you're going to tell me what type of material to do. <laughs> then you're going to tell me you may or may not pay me for my services. Go fuck yourself. Oh,
0: and 30 minutes. Go ahead and do Go ahead. And 30 do. minutes of clean, yeah, good, old-fashioned yeah.
1: for nothing.
0: 30 minutes of squeaky clean oh, uh, man. in the snobbiest part of the entire world, Santa Monica, California. Oh, my
1: God. Um. You think Santa who's worse? Santa Monica or uh uh like uh Irvine is stuffy to me.
0: Yeah. Well the comedy store, even like Hollywood can be stuffy to me.
1: Certain rooms, like I don't I'm not in the alt scene. I'm not cool enough to be
0: What does alt mean? Like to me alternate comedy means not funny.
1: Alternates mean alternate means, alternate means <laughs> there's an alternate ending to this movie. It started out it's supposed to be a. you came for a comedy. Yeah. But then it turned into
0: shit. That was not supposed to happen.
1: The whole table just moved. Well, yeah, <laughs>
0: dude.
1: That was uh- Tim <laughs> sneezed or something <laughs> and the whole fucking table uh fell apart.
0: Holy shit. I don't know if you I You didn't am- realize
1: you were that strong?
0: I don't know if I should try to fix it or
1: I'm gonna just say let it go until the table starts <laughs> to slide that way. <laughs> and then we like try <laughs> to grab it together. <laughs> Literally we are in the basement. <laughs> Of the comedy store where Korea come to die. I I, I
0: guarantee people have been murdered down here.
1: and this was Ciro's. Who who jumped over? Somebody jumped off a building. Right there? Yeah. Somebody well, Yes. First of all, you didn't want really to kill yourself cause hold on, was it on the t- it was a comedy no, store? No, building, no,
0: no, no. Right? No, the 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 hotel next door, that big oh, ass hotel. Okay, okay. He
1: knew what was gonna happen. Okay, I thought <laughs> I thought somebody jumped <laughs> off the comedy store. I was like, you didn't really want to kill yourself if you jumped out the car Like, Yeah, no, that was just the ankle injury right Yeah, there. like, nah, he broke his leg. <laughs> yeah, he'll be okay. Unless he go face first, which if you, jump, if you jump face first, I'll respect you more.
0: What was that guy's name? Was it Stephen Marmel or something like that? I or know he had a name.
1: Yeah, the 70s. Riddle, little Richard used to live over there. Oh, really? In at, the, at the hotel? He used to live in the – why wouldn't you, though? At the end of the day, why not just live at a hotel? Yeah. They come and clean your room for you. Frontage is already there.
0: Man, I looked into one of those. uh, It's not an extended stay because it's nicer than that, but it was like a long, long living. I can't think of the name of it, but I I, I asked him, I was like, how much would it it be to live here? Because they serve you dinner and breakfast five days a week. There's a place to work out. Uh somebody comes and cleans your room. You don't pay for any you don't pay for cable, you don't pay for water, Internet. you don't pay for any of that Nothing. shit.
1: You just live in So
0: I'm like, fuck, this wouldn't be that bad. Not the worst
1: case. The no. Album.
0: She's like she's like, I think you could live here for fifteen hundred to two thousand a month and I'm like, Well shit, when you factor in all that other stuff
1: That's how much you're paying anyway Dude, on the outside easily, by Easily. Easily. And you can just I live in the valley, so my uh my apartment I currently have right now should be in a museum because I have a. That like seven hundred square feet, mm-hmm. maybe, hardwood floors. How many square feet? Seven. Okay. And that's a lot of space for one bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I just started paying a thousand for it. Wow. Yeah. That's a great deal, dude. When that shit hit a thousand, I was like. God. I've avoided paying over a thousand dollars since I moved out here. Like I was like, I'm from the South. I'm born and raised in North Carolina, yeah. so the idea of paying like over a thousand dollars for something I can't own does not make sense to me. It's like, yeah. why am I paying that much money? Nine hundred dollars is still a lot, but still for a thousand dollars and I can't have it. Yeah, fuck out of here.
0: Oh, I grew up. I grew up the same mentality because we were very uh, poor when I was growing up. We didn't have shit. We got evicted all the time. And- Where you from? Uh, I grew up in Kansas City, but I was born in Arkansas. I lived there when I was a kid. Okay. What part of Arkansas? Uh, I was born in Camden. I lived in this place called Hampton. It's a metropolis. (laughs) (laughs) I drove. (laughs) I think there's like one stop sign. Really? Yeah. You go back? Uh, I have an aunt that that I visit there sometimes.
1: I drove to Charlotte. Um, I drove to L.A. in 2001 from Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I had never been to L.A. before. I just seen the pictures, movies, or whatever. But I knew I wanted to be here. I knew where, I knew that what I wanted to do required me to leave Mm -hmm. where I was. And what part of North Carolina? Charlotte. Okay. And I agonized for a long time. I was like, am I going to leave? Am I going to leave? That's a lot. I never agonized. I just agonized about how much money I felt like I should have before I moved out here. Yeah. This is 2001. I saved up And I moved in October of 2001. I was going to leave in August. And then I was going to leave in September because I was waiting on these two other guys that were going to drive out here with me. And we were going to leave in September and fucking 9-11 happened. Mm. And I was like, fuck, what's going on? Like, are they going like, to shut the borders down? Like, what's going on? Am I going to be able to go to California? I was more worried about California just being selfish. But right, I was like, fuck. And then, Gas went up. Like, gas went the fuck up. you remember the day
0: it happened, how much it went up within, like, an hour? Dude, that shit. It was, like, $8 or some shit.
1: That was crazy. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck is going on? And then I started thinking about, we can't afford to drive across the country. That'll take half the budget to live. (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) I was like, fuck, by the time I get there, I would have spent $1,000 driving across the fucking country. A fifth of your money. Right. Just to get here, so <laughs> we waited a month. Gas went down a little bit. It went down. It settled probably like around. It was like two forty-five, two almost three dollars. <laughs> that was that was a that was astronomical at the time. Now it's just the norm because yeah. we've been getting fucked so long. We just used to the abuse, right? But it was like three dollars. We were like fuck. That's crazy because gas was like normally one fifteen. 125, some, just some, yeah. some, something you would think happened during black and white TV days, but it was right. just not too long ago. Yeah, we were paying like I remember that shit. 199 for some gas, so the gas went up, and uh, we left, drove here. We stopped in Tennessee. I had never been to Tennessee before. I stopped in Tennessee, stopped at Oklahoma, stopped at a rest stop at Oklahoma, slept in the car. I didn't know that was a place for fucking guys to go get the like, <laughs> fucking dudes and shit. And I was like, what the fuck was going on? Like, it was so much activity. Really? At the truck stop, I was like, I was, I was telling one of my friends, like, dude, ain't a lot of people out this time of night? Like, just <laughs> going to the fucking bathroom. What is going on? Like, I couldn't get sleep. I was, like, trying to sleep, but I was, like, look up <laughs> truck drivers and shit and... Cause I was You know what it was man I was sheltered Because I had never ventured Outside of North Carolina Other than like When I went to college And I had a girlfriend That lived in Philadelphia So I used to go to Philadelphia You know a little bit But I also went to New York a lot Cause I had an uncle That lived in New York So I was I was I was Aware of certain things But also I was naive to a lot of shit So right. I was like seeing these men Going to the bathroom And I am like A woman just came out of man's bathroom What the fuck is it? Am I Am I crazy You know And then they were like Oh that's a Truck stoppers where guys go, get their dicks <laughs> up, Fuck dudes and shit. I'm like, God damn. I'm, I was in the midst of I was in the heart of Babylon the whole time. So, <laughs> got in the car that next morning and drove to
0: Oklahoma. Dude, Dude
1: nothing to fucking do with Oklahoma.
0: Truck drivers, not all of them, certainly. But there's a lot of nasty motherfuckers. Dude, I was, Dude I, we watched this serial killer special about how... Um, it's thought that a lot of serial killers are truck drivers because of the interstate and the way they can... Why wouldn't you be? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not condoning it, but it's like, fuck. If I'm traveling all the time, let me make it interesting. Let me take a body. Take a body from fucking Ohio and drop it off in Idaho. what you do this weekend? Deliver these fucking tires to this Walmart in Boise, but I kill somebody in Ohio and I see Well,
0: and because their victims are all people that ain't nobody looking for. Nobody's looking. Nobody looking nobody for them nobody people. Nobody looking for a hooker No. at a truck stop. She wouldn't be tr- hooking at a truck stop. She had a family that gave her shit in nobody. the first place.
1: Her mom's like, I to have Karen's hooking tonight. Mm-hmm. No, your mama don't know you hooking. Yeah. And if she do, she don't want to talk to you. She usually calls me
0: before she hooks. Yeah, she knows <laughs>
1: Before she slides it in her mouth, she normally <laughs> gives me a buzz, but uh, must be bi- she must be backed up tonight. I, I haven't heard from her, so
0: <laughs> I, I would. She didn't get oh killed. my god, yeah. That's,
1: I I don't think I could ever kill anybody for fun, right? For fun. But one of my favorite movies is Seven. Oh yeah, yeah. I can watch Seven. Yeah, I watch I'm, I'm with you. Seven's a good movie. I watch Seven so much that I'm probably flagged or Netflix what are
0: the seven deadly sins
1: uh gluttony Mm -hmm. gluttony greed uh sloth envy wrath um fuck pride pride I'm trying to I'm trying to go through all the murders that he did right uh I figured since you're such a fan, you'd be able to. Just bust uh, you know it what's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through all the murders. Like he killed the fat guy, but that fat guy wasn't the murderer. Uh, that wasn't his first murder. The first murder was uh, the lawyer, and that was greed. They spelt that on the floor. Mm-hmm. Lust, envy, wrath. Pride. It's, anyway, it's a great movie.
0: I always forget about sloth. I don't yeah. even
1: think about sloth like that. Like yeah, and it, sloth sounds like a, it's, first of all, it's an animal.
0: Sloth, sloth is like the. The fat fuck, right? <laughs> in the show?
1: In the movie? No, gluttony is the fat fuck. Oh, gluttony. Sloth is Sloth a... and gluttony seem similar. It should, it should be the same. <laughs> that slothy motherfucker right there. <laughs> Came to my house and ate all my food. Fucking sloth, bitch. So, what is a sloth? Oh, my God. Sloth, also, sloth is an animal, is it not? Yeah, it is. The an animal, uh, the an animal is a, a sloth. The, the little thing that moves all.
0: That is a good Slow. movie, though. That oh is a, yeah, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's man. in the box? Ah, oh, what's in the box?
1: California got the upper hand. <laughs> Morgan, like <that>. Back up. <laughs> California got the upper hand. John Doe got the upper hand right now. Back up, everybody. John Doe has the upper hand. Uh, uh, That's my impression of Freddie Lockhart doing his impression of Morgan Freeman. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Freddie do it. Never? No. Oh God, I haven't Fred. seen him for a long time. People I used to get, see him at the comedy store uh, all the time.
1: Uh, He got uh, he got married. Oh yeah. People get married and they just disappear, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about you. I was like, I
0: I, I feel myself giving
1: less of a shit every day about life. (laughs) 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 Just about what people think and about you know. You can't. You 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 know what you can do. You can't make people happy. No. You cannot. You cannot make every individual happy. Never. And as a comic, as a comic, I feel like. You have to find your audience mm-hmm. that likes you. And just be thankful that you found a group of people.
0: This place is nothing but it class. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the mic failed while Mike, I was in the middle
1: of saying something.
0: Your, your mic just did a pirouette. It
1: did, it did. It just it went limp. That was funny. Uh I've been crying this yeah. whole interview. <laughs> you make me laugh, dude. You gotta find your audience. Like, you can't make everybody. I don't want Kevin Hart's fan base. Like everybody likes Kevin Hart. I don't. First of all, I don't want everybody to like me. Yeah. That's too much. If you, if everybody like you, you can't have a regular life. You can't go places and just like be a spectator. You can't be a a regular person ever again. I just, at, as I get older, I want less things, and just be able to do more shit. Like I just want to eat what I want to eat. Yeah. Travel. I don't need all this extra shit. I don't need fucking seven TVs. I don't need a big ass house. I'm not gonna. I'm getting older I'm not gonna walk this bitch Right Fuck I need fucking five, 15 rooms for it. <laughs> If you The reason I don't have A big car Is because if you have A big car That means you are Willing to ride People around And I don't want People That's what
0: keeps Keeps me from buying a truck Don't I don't wanna be that dude oh Hey can you help God. me move If no. you
1: buy a truck With a fucking bed In the back of it mm-hmm. Dude you You went from a comedian To a comic Who helps other comics move Yeah when you can't fucking Ugh. Keep their rent
0: and we had to move all the time when I was growing up, and usually like in the middle of the night or last minute. And I am not a fan of no, m- of, m- of moving.
1: My dad, my dad moved out. My mom and dad separated when I was in uh, first grade, and we had we, we we. My mom and dad bought a house. I don't know what happened with the breakup. Like my mom, they don't even really tell you the story, they don't, they, cause they got they tr- they got you know your dad has his side, your mom got her side. Then, mm-hmm. There's the truth, and then you know. They split up. We had the house for a little while and I think my dad stopped helping my mom pay for the house. So we had to move. Move in with my grandmother. It was humiliating as fuck. Because we were living with my grandmother, but then everybody would come from out of town. Family members would come from out of town and stay with my grandmother. So it's us there and other family members right. and shit. So it's like, what the fuck's going on? Like we got family from New York living with us. Like what's going on? So we moved a lot, dude, and I hate it fucking moving and it felt like every time we moved I lost something else mm-hmm. like oh what happened to my G.I. Joe figure oh then we left it at the old place god damn like <laughs> every time we move I, I, I lose something I lost a video game my mom lost a watch like it was just losing shit I got tired of moving man um I'll tell you something crazy I just when I moved out here in 2001 I stayed in a studio apartment and I paid 5 25 a month for a studio apartment mm-hmm. it was literally if I had one of the little jack You know how you play jacks? The little ball you use to play with jacks? Yeah. If I threw that bitch on the ground, it could hit every fucking piece (laughs) of the goddamn apartment. The whole fucking, I just been like, like if you had shot a gun in a steel can and that bitch just pew, 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 like, I throw the ball, you could hit the entire apartment.
0: Yeah, we bought my dog a crate a couple days ago and it's big as fuck. I was like, this is about the size of my first apartment in Je- LA. I'm jealous of you, bitch. You live <laughs> better than me.
1: Yeah. At, at, at some of my lowest points in life, you live better than me. Yeah. So I had that studio apartment, dude, and I uh, I lived in that bitch for like two years and I lost it. Helping out a comic that needed a place to stay, fucked me up, fucked me up, and then I lost it. You let him stay with you and they. Let her stay with me, and then um, no sexual shit, but she stayed with me, and then she fucking flaked on some rent that she owed me or whatever, and I had just lost my job. I used to install hardwood floors. Okay. From 7 in the morning to 7 at night, I would go install install hardwood floors. Here in L.A.? In L.A. That was my job at the time. Dude paid me on the table. He was paying me $8 an hour. I know he was robbing me, Mm -hmm. but... I couldn't find a job, and he was willing to come pick me up for work in the mornings. I didn't have a car, so I was like, "Fuck it." It was me, him, and this other little this Mexican guy he had. He had been working with him for a long time. So
0: twelve times eight, whatever that is, you worked your ass off for like seventy-two dollars a day.
1: I'm I'm building, I'm installing hardwood floors for the owner of the St. Louis Rams. Wow, this guy's house is for, bitch had an elevator. It had an elevator in it, and he was never there. He was never home. Ever. Like, because he was in St. Louis. He had a right. house in St. Louis. He owned his house. Beautiful fucking house. Huge. Like, I was like, why are we fixing this bitch up? He ain't going to never be here. He's Like, when the season is over, he comes home. I was like, oh, that must be nice. Yeah. Fucking football season If You got a house to live in until you go back to work. um, But I was in Star hardwood Florida, dude, Tim, every fucking day in the heat. And I would get off work, go home, take a shower scrub all the varnish, the paint, pull the splinters out of my fingers, uh wrap the band aids around my hand from smashing it with the hammers <laughs> and go and try to search for mics to perform at. Yeah. And
0: So you started out here?
1: I started in North Carolina, but making my rounds here. Right. Was a little difficult because it's not as many room it wasn't as many rooms as it is now. Okay. Comments went on that I'm gonna just do my own shit. Like they did it a little, but not to this level right. that they are right now. So I would get up, fucking go to do comedy clubs till like one o'clock in the morning. And most of it was just me waiting around right. trying to get stage time. Like, can I get up? We well, we got the lineup already. Let, mm. let me see what we got. Let yeah, let see yeah, what we got. Yeah. One more than you. One more than you. One more than you. Like until. There's nobody left but just you. And then right. you go up in front of like five people. But you didn't give a fuck because you needed the stage time. You know? Yeah. And I would do that until like 1 o'clock in the morning. Go home. Sleep for like five hours. Get up. And do the same shit over and over. For a year and a half. Miserable. Yeah. Every fucking building day. Building fucking floors. hardwood floors,
0: floors. When did you find time to even book any kind of shows?
1: I c- it was hard because... I was trying to be a regular at the Laugh Factory. Hmm. So I would hang out at the Laugh Factory. Every night I would go to the Laugh Factory before I went and hit any mic because my goal was like, I'm going to get into this room. Now, I just said I'm going to focus on one room, I'm going to get in that room, and then I'll make my way in these other rooms. So I focused on the Laugh Factory. I would go to the Laugh Factory every fucking night. I'm talking about seven days. I was a fucking stool. I could have worked at that bitch. Like literally. (laughs) You should have. Should have. But Jamie would never pass me. And then he would give me like the late night spot on the on the midnight show. Mm-hmm. He would let me have like five minutes at the end of the late night shows or whatever. So it'd be like twenty people, thirty people in the audience. That was enough for me. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I needed to get better. And that's how I got my that's how I got my, my rounds, dude. Because I didn't have a car, so I would go do the ha ha. Finally bought a car. I bought a fucking 1985 Honda Civic for five hundred dollars. Nice. Bitch couldn't, bitch couldn't be smogged or nothing. I just drive the bitch for like <laughs> five months illegally. That shit, I couldn't get it smogged. There wasn't no way for me to get registered. Until one day, I got like tick. I got so many tickets on it, they just took it away. I was like, man, two of these tickets cost more than what I paid for this car. Get the fuck out of here. You can yeah. have it. That's yours. I know. That's, that's from me to you. You're welcome, Los Angeles. <laughs> get this fucking car out my face. like, you want to pay for your car to get out of the, sh- uh, out of the tow? No, bitch. It's $320 to get the car out of tow. Yeah. I got five tickets on it. The car costs $500. Yeah. If Sally had five apples. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, this town
0: is... When you first move out here, especially, you know, like, you know, I get it. If If I did something wrong and I deserve a ticket... Give me a $25, 30 ticket and it might get paid. Yeah. But you go $80 and above, you can go fuck yourself. I could have a million dollars in the bank. I ain't giving you $80 because I Job stayed here for. Yeah.
1: Steve Jobs used to park in handicapped parking spaces on purpose. Oh, yeah. Just and to not pay made, this like, shit. And then he would give him a ticket. He'd like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I be that rich for that reason, but I still probably would not. try. I would still try to get out of a ticket. Yeah. Because I'm fucking. Fifty five dollars, eighty dollars for a fucking parking. What are you trying what are you trying to build that well, I Well you can't were
0: here for four more minutes than you were supposed to be, so eighty dollars should cover it. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. That
1: is just the state of California if anyone from the state of California is listening, uh mm-hmm. with the parking meters, just like you do with uh the metro, the train, they should have cars where you can install and put money on it, put it in the meter. And then if you don't use up all the time on the meter, you should be able to get that money back to your car. Yeah. Because I'm t- I will not leave a meter if it's more than 10 minutes on it. You're I'm so n-
0: funny. You're so, I'm, so, I'm so similar to you. Like, I'll sit in my
1: car. I will sit there. People are like, you're not going to leave? <laughs> no, nah, I still got 15 <laughs> minutes on this meter. I wish the fuck I would give you this change. <laughs> you can buy the meter from me for 15 cents, but I'm not giving you this fucking time. I'm not. People are yeah. like, don't you want to pay it for it? It's not in the budget to pay it forward this week.
0: It's like every time I do some shitty bar gig in there, and part of it is they're like, "You get food. I can be full. I can have already eaten." I'm like, "I'll take it."
1: I am. <laughs> Guess what? Because you are gonna give me something for coming here. I want it to go. I'll eat that shit tomorrow. Most you don't drink anymore, right? No, you used to. Eight years ago,
0: I quit. How eight, you feel? Eight years in March, I feel great. I, you know, do you walk. miss it? Nah, really. Every now and again. Uh, It looks all right, but
1: no, I don't miss it. I feel like... Do you drink much? So here's something interesting. I never drank in high school. High school, college, I said it in high school like most people start drinking in high school. But they do.
0: Most people I know did. They drank in high school. Oh, yeah. So
1: I didn't drink in high school. I didn't drink in college. Partly because it made my mother proud that I didn't do anything bad. She was like, oh, that's my... My brother smoked cigarettes, she ain't like that, and my sister drank, she ain't like that. she was like my I'm the oldest, so you' like my oldest son, he don't drink, he don't smoke, he't do do anything, so she was proud of the fact that she could brag that I didn't do anything right but once I got out here, I started living life got rough, I was like, I can't keep being sober this is. <laughs> hurts when you when you can feel it all oh god yeah so i started drinking a little bit comedy clubs will make you alcoholics because it's free they give you free alcohol and they giving you alcohol because they're not paying you so they like we ain't gonna pay you but you can drink all you want to and get drunk and forget that we didn't pay you so yeah there you go right there
0: stanford and sons where i started was always screwing you out of money and this and that and I would do their Sunday shows when I was first starting out. I'm like, I know they're gonna fuck me on my check, so let's take it out of the bar. And I'd, be like, <laughs> I'd be like, let's start sending those shots up here. I used to do like an hour and a half. I'd be doing comedy six months. I get drunk and do it like an hour. I miss that sometimes. You do. The only time I miss alcohol is when it's when I see when I'm here at the comedy store and and the crowd is completely. Like last night, I stayed up here. I was twelve. I was twelfth on the lineup, but it was a nice crowd. And then, of course, right before I went up, everybody left. And those are the nights that I. Those are the only times I ever really miss alcohol. Because I'm like, man, if I was drinking, I wouldn't give a fuck. I could have a great time with these people, right. and I still can. It's not like I have to be fucked up to. But there are times where I it kinda, helps. I go, oh God.
1: <laughs> so I'm a whiskey guy now. Yeah. I went through my phases of learning alcohol. I think everybody should learn. You should learn what your drink is. You should learn what your alcohol is. Everybody, I like vodka and rum and tequila. No, you don't. Your your body don't want all that shit. Right. Find the alcohol that works for you. Yeah. Meaning that you can sip on it. It doesn't take control of you. It doesn't ruin your life. It's not fucking you up. And uh, I found whiskey. Like, I'm a huge whiskey guy. But I don't get drunk anymore. Like, I get nice. But I don't get drunk anymore. I've only been yeah. drunk maybe six times in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But I drink whiskey now. Then, <clears throat> for my thirty eighth birthday, I'll do something different. I'm not a party person. I don't throw parties because I grew up poor. Fuck, we we all poor. But I don't throw parties. I'm be like, ooh, I'm gonna throw me a party. What the fuck? I'm gonna throw me a party and invite people over to help me eat shit I bought to say, hey, today's my birthday. Aren't we happy? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you can throw me a party, but I'm not throwing <laughs> myself a party to invite people to help me eat cake and ice cream and food and drink my shit up Yeah. as a celebration. You don't like me that much. You're not that happy about my birthday. You're happy that I'm doing this. Yeah. But that's not what the fuck You're you going to
0: come to my food. house and eat the food I paid for for
1: my birthday. Yeah. Fuck and I say, don't. happy birthday, Marazzi. It's great. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um... <laughs> So for my thirty eighth birthday, I had never done weed before, ever. Mm-hmm. Never smoked nothing, drink no no tincture nothing, and I was like, "I'm gonna try an edible, cause I couldn't smoke." And I did an edible for my um thirty eighth birthday. Yep.
0: <laughs> How'd that work out for you?
1: Dude, first of all, I had someone go buy it just before it became legal, mm-hmm. so it was like 2014. And a friend of mine, I said, "Hey, can you get me a a brownie?" And she's like, "I'll get you one for your birthday." I was like, "All right, cool." Came in this fucking bag, had all these goddamn instructions on it. Like, don't do this, don't do that. Damn, am I supposed to enjoy this bitch? Like, who the fuck? What the fuck is going on? So, she said, "Eat a little piece first. It takes a while for it to kick in." She didn't say how long, but she said, "Take a while for it to kick in." So I, I ate a piece of the brownie. Sat there for like 20 minutes, nothing happened. i like, because you don't know what to expect. Yeah, You don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm high and don't know it, like I'm in another realm. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I ate a little piece, 20 minutes go by. I'm like sitting around. My dumb ass is thinking I should start laughing any minute now. Like I'm just thinking I'm going to start giggling because right. that's what I've seen people, you know, what we do, they just laugh and shit. 20 minutes go by, nothing. I go back, I get another piece of it. Another 20 minutes. Ain't hit me. So then, I like the only other thing I drink outside of whiskey is Jeremiah's uh, sweet tea vodka. Okay. Cause it, it tastes like sweet tea, and I mix it with simply lemonade, and it makes it this dope ass fucking on a parma. And I drank that. I made a glass and I drank that. Oh man. <laughs> I started playing Call of Duty, Black Ops two, cause that's my game. I was playing that at the time, and I was playing, and my hand got. It felt like somebody was moving my hand. And yeah. I was like, Who? I looked down like I'm <laughs> with people in the room. Like, who's moving my hand? <laughs> Just fucking look down, and I couldn't, I couldn't stop my hand from like doing it. And I looked at the video game, and it felt like it was 3D. Like they were coming towards me. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. And I called my ex girlfriend because she like don't do the edible by yourself. I said, I said I need you to come over here. I, I already did the edible. I don't know what's going on. She came over. She sat with me. She's like, you all right? I had, everything's heavy. mm mm-hmm. I'm moving slow. Then I just started laughing. <laughs> and then she, I was like, oh, shit. I'm hungry. Dude, I had never been this hungry before in my life. When yeah. I say-
0: Edible's a different kind of-
1: I don't know what the fuck happened. I was like, I got to eat now. Like, yeah. what, she was like, oh, that happens. Let's go get you something to eat. Where you want to go? Fat burger. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew My mom was like Go there now Like you know Normally you're like What's open this time and like, My mind knew Where I wanted to go I knew what I was gonna order I knew what the total Was gonna be like That's how yeah. Hungry in advance I was <laughs> She said Well come on Follow me Walk into her car And I just stopped I was like You don't see that She was like What You don't see this She was like No What are you looking at Dude I started laughing, and tears were just coming out of my eyes. You would thought you thought someone had died. I was just fucking crying. Yeah. Laugh. She like, what's wrong? And I couldn't get it out. And I was like, there's a baby in the tree. <laughs> she like, what is a fucking baby? It was an Eskimo baby. I don't know why I'm so specific. But it was an Eskimo baby in a pink onesie just yeah. looking at me. And she was like, you're high right now. Don't mean it's not a baby in this fucking <laughs> treat. So much to investigate. Dude, I was high as fuck. And then she took me to Fat Burger. I ate that shit in the car. Like, I was eating it as he was handing it to me. Like, here's your order, sir. So I just started eating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walked to the car. By the time we got to the car, the food had gone. gone. I was like, I think I need to go back inside <laughs> and eat some more. She's like, no, no, no. You, this is not good. I said, I gotta eat some more <laughs> my stomach was like, come on, dude. What's going on? went back home, dude. I sat on my couch, and I just looked at fucking YouTube videos all night long, and was just dying laughing. But when I say I got the best sleep of my life,
0: oh my God. Do you still like edibles then?
1: Fuck, yeah. But I know how to do them. I know how to do them now. Every now and then, I'll catch myself do something, and I'll get high to the point where I'm scared. Like, I can't not be high no more. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. And then, When I started doing them, like, four years ago, I wanted to do one, and then I was like, but no, I got something to do. I got something to do Thursday. Yeah. I got to be at the airport Thursday. This is Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be sober by Thursday. I don't think I can do it. And, And edibles, too.
0: The high lasts longer, you just... Man, I I haven't done edibles in a long time, but I ate way too many because I got impatient, and it would make me starving. And I ate an entire candy bar before we came back from Ireland. That's like 180 milligrams. You only need like five milligrams. You ate how many? An entire candy bar. An entire candy bar. On a plane? Before I got on a plane coming back from Ireland six hours. And I got to tell you... It was one of the best days of my life. On the plane? I, oh my God. I love long flights. There's something weird about
1: I write better when I'm on a flight. Do you? I some of the best writing. I'm on I get the window seat, mm-hmm. put my headphones on, and if it's a four hour flight or more, do go. Yeah. Something about those
0: when we flew to Ireland it was like thirteen hours. I was like, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. I was like watching college wrestling duels and shit like flying over the you know, I'm like, this is fucking crazy yeah. right now. That I'm watching a live wrestling duel in Iowa and I'm flying to fucking Ireland yeah. right now. This is
1: crazy. You've been enjoying yourself. There's
0: something about those super long flights that I'm like, well, we ain't got nothing to do, you know, like like, like I know the sky. No one can bother me. I I, I kinda like it, you know.
1: Like That's why I like to take train. Yeah.
0: You ever take the train out here? We actually flew to or flew we took the train to Seattle um all the way to Seattle, not too long ago, which I don't recommend that is too long. that was like thirty six hours don't do that and again. sleeping on a train don't is terrible do, no, don't do that but again. I did enjoy certain yeah. aspects of it um beautiful you know
1: take the train to like uh I do this periodically I'll go to uh take the train to Santa Barbara hmm train rides about two hours, well maybe about hour and a half two hours, but you're riding on the Pacific Coast highway and the oceans on your left side, yeah. And I'm just on the train, dude, and I just write, chill, zone out. No one's going to bother you. They got Wi-Fi on the train now, so that's what I do. But I can't take edibles and fly.
0: You can't or can? I can't.
1: The last time I did it, I got so high. Let me tell you how crazy, dude, it is. I was high, and I had the final destination moment where I felt like the plane was going to go down, Mm -hmm. and I panicked. I was on the plane like, this motherfucker is going to
0: go down. What made you think it's turbulence or just to get it in your head?
1: I put it in my head. I'd already created it. I was like, this plane's going to go down. I I know it's going to go down. I need to get off this plane. But I didn't get off the plane even though I felt like the plane was going to go down because I didn't want to embarrass myself. Mm -hmm. So you understand? I would much rather, (laughs) even though I believed the plane was going to go down, I would much rather... I I would much rather... I would much rather die <laughs> than be embarrassed. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> dude I was on a plane like fuck I'm a, you know what? And I told myself, you know I'm just go to sleep, and if i when I die, I'll just get up. like yeah. when I'm dead, I'll just deal with it. <laughs> Literally, I was like, I'm high <laughs> as fuck, and I want to get off this plane because I feel like it's going down. But I also didn't want to get off the plane like, oh, the plane's going down. Oh, I need to get off the plane. Cause then I'll get flagged. They like, oh, this guy complained. He made a scene. I'll yeah. be in the news. I'll you know, I'll just die. Fuck it. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather die than face humiliation. Uh, that's the fucked up world we live in. I would rather die than be a meme. That's that's like uh that's like Seinfeld's joke. People
0: are more scared to give the eulogy than they are to be dead. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally. Do I am I'm like I'm gonna be a meme. It's gonna be a, a GIF. Somebody's gonna fuck GIF. Whatever these fucking moving pictures. I'm gonna be something. No, like you know what. <laughs> Speaking of that, I have you to myself?
0: Have you ever been uh, the nervous type before you come on stage? Because you never seem like you give a shit. No, ever. Uh, um, like you genuinely don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I. I That's a great me. place to be, man.
1: It was a great, it's a great place to be, but I got there too early in life. Yeah. Like, I had been doing, I'm 42. I started, (coughs) I started doing stand-up when I was 15. So. Wow. I started when I was 15. God damn. I did a, I did a comedy show when I was 18. This is in North Carolina, so I'm doing the Chitlin So I'm doing like lounges, lodges, and shit like that. People just throwing together comedy shows. And uh, I went to this place called Lumberton, North Carolina. And the lady told me, oh, I want to book you for this show. And I was like, when is it? She was like, it was three months in advance. Dude, I was nervous three months in advance Yeah, for the show. Like, the show was, like, way far in advance. But I was nervous for that show. I hated it. I made my stomach hurt. I, c- I couldn't eat. I had shit all the time because I was nervous about the show. Yeah, And then something happened, dude, out here where... I just stopped caring yeah and i just started saying fuck first of all comedy isn't what we call comedy anymore this dude drew michael just did a comedy special well you can i guess you can call it a comedy special but uh gerard carmichael directed it but he didn't have an audience it was just a him in a room really talking wow to the camera
0: sounds miserable
1: it was it's an hour of this dude just he did the open mic. He literally did a one-man open mic. What, was it.
0: So his stuff wasn't even prepared well?
1: Uh, He was ranting. You know how John Leguizamo does the one-man shows? Yeah. He kind of did that, but he tried to call it a comedy special. Okay. I don't know if you can call it a comedy special. There's no audience, though. Yeah. Like, did you watch all of it? No. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can't watch comedy specials no more, man. Netflix has fucked comedy up for me, dude. Uh,
0: some of the people they give Netflix specials to, I'm like, really, really. Who's making these goddamn decisions? Dude. Of all, there are so many good comedians that, not to sound bitter or any of that, but why don't the good comedians get more attention? I know some bad motherfuckers that you ain't never heard of.
1: You know why? Because they not. Like myself, I'm not willing to just do anything Mm -hmm. for a laugh. I don't play the game well. I don't know how to kiss ass. I don't know how to stroke your ego. I don't know how to... I don't know how to pretend I don't give a fuck with parameters. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Like, these people, they be like, oh, he said something shocking or whatever. And it's... it's Politics, dude. Like, like Louis came back.
0: Yeah, I I saw that this morning. Actually, he
1: came back, and everybody is angry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't give a fuck.
0: I don't either. to To be honest, and I've said this before on here. I don't, uh, and unless there's more to the Louis story than I th- than I know of, and uh, probably is. All he did in my eyes was ask a really inappropriate question, and some people said yes.
1: Right. Here's what everybody needs to listen. Here's what everybody needs to know. What Louie did, he did it because somebody at some point in time agreed to it. A lot of people. He's been doing it for years. You you just don't you just don't do shit unless you know you can get away with it. Like right. unless you feel comfortable with. Unless you've gotten away with it several times. Yeah mm mm-hmm. Serial killer keeps killing cause he gets away with it. Yeah. Once he gets caught, he don't do it no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you do it until you get away with it. So this whole look. also, also, I would like to point out that out of all the men with allegations against them, comics, actors, producers, directors, anybody in the entire hemisphere of entertainment has been brought down because of the movement. Louis is the only person who has apologized Yeah Louis wrote a letter said I apologize for what I did I was wrong He owned it He's the only person who owned it Yeah Secondly I think out of everybody I think the person who got the worst deal of it Well probably two now I kind of feel bad for Chris Hardwick A little bit Because that was just an isolated incident And that was just a girlfriend That was like he was a bad boyfriend to me and all these other chicks like he, we didn't have a problem with him, you know what I mean? So yeah. they went out and asked everybody, they vetted everybody, they did an investigation, and it was just that was that one incident where she, I'm not dis- I'm not dismissing her claim, but if you bring up something and nobody else cooperates and says yeah he does that, then yeah. that's just you, you know. But Louie's situation was he masturbated, Chris Harwick was a bad boyfriend, Aziz situation is the funniest of them all because he's goofy. Yeah, Aziz is from South Carolina. He's an Indian guy from Columbia, South Carolina. First of all, it was just him in South Carolina. Like, there's no bunch of Indian people <laughs> fucking South Carolina. It's Not a huge Indian population. <laughs> they don't have a fucking million dollar uh, slum doll millionaire fucking festival in uh, Columbia. How South does that even end up there? I, fuck if I know. They're Parents got we're to stick something. we are know. going to stay here. Yeah, we're going we going to stay in South Carolina with the Confederate flag flays <laughs> <slaves> gracefully <laughs> in the sky. What the fuck? That's like a terrible you ever seen coming to America where they yeah, spin the globe course. and he puts his fingers there? Yeah. Queens. That's telling His I family we're like, where are we going? And they yeah. <laughs> Columbia, South Carolina, we're going to go there. And they're like Good yeah. idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. So you think about it, you got this goofy, awkward, skinny Indian kid living in South Carolina. He probably hung out with white kids because the black kids like we don't know what the fuck this guy is. Like you're, right. he, he, you're not black, so we can't fuck with you. or Whatever. And the white people <laughs> like, we'll, we'll come here, we'll take you in, we'll be our friend. And he's weird, he's awkward. He went out with a girl. He's never been a cool guy. So you had a cool guy who's never been cool before. You have this uncool guy who's never been cool before with money for the first time ever. Right. The fuck? It's weird. You just can't give someone superpowers that ain't never had powers before. Right. And expect them to know how to use them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus, the girl sucked his dick twice. Aziz isn't like the type of person that can make anybody do anything. But especially twice. Twice? Yeah. You suck a dick twice. You are like. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with the first, but that second one was just really. Get
0: the fuck out of here! Like. Yeah when I when I read that I, it's been a long time since I read it, but I was like, so what? What 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 did he? What it was did such
1: he- a millennial thing because she was describing an article. I went to his place and he helped me red wine. I wanted white wine. It's like. Basically, this, she you're was like about the catering. Yeah.
0: Basically, she was like, we did it, but he wasn't very good at it, and he kind of. Yes.
1: You know. I thought he would. T- I thought he would have. You know what it was? I thought he would have done more mm-hmm. to get the pussy. I was going to give him anyway. Yeah. I. If you want to be honest, it was like sure. she had expectations. She was like, "Oh my god, he's on the show. He does this. I'm expecting him to take me on a night on the town and mm-hmm. be magical, horse carriage rides, food, meet famous people. Then we can go back, right, and do something. But he was like, "Hey, you want to go back to my place and <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and chill at my show? We can watch." Masters of None backwards, so something I don't know what the fuck, but yeah. he literally fucking Thanks, did that. So and he failed. Yeah, he failed. Who the fuck puts and fingers in and people? she
0: and she still, she still gave it up.
1: The fact that she wrote a she this bitch did a Yelp review about how bad her dick was <laughs> and wanted sympathy for it. Like, it's like if I went to a restaurant, I was like I ordered everything and then I went back again, but it's not good. Why would you go back?
0: When I, when I read her story, I thought, this is what makes it hard on women who are legitimately, you know, no one, abused.
1: The problem with the whole Me Too movement, Time's Up shit is we're not having the conversation that we need to have. And the conversation we need to have is how do we or how do you feel or what's appropriate behavior going forward? Cause apparently we've done it wrong. Yeah. So what is it going forward? And let's talk about that. You just can't say this is how y'all should act, or you're wrong for doing that. No. Then say what needs to be done properly. Like James Gunn situation, which is extremely unfortunate for James Gunn. <clears throat> I'm a comic, so I can't shit on jokes. Like if you tell a joke in the pantheon of telling the comic telling the joke, I, I can't be. Yeah Comedy is comedy Right You know what I mean If you found it funny Or somebody else found it funny Then it was funny I ain't gotta like it well, But It's subjective yeah. It's subjective So he told jokes and When he was 40 He's 51 years old now He's not the same person He was when he was 40 Sure But you're digging up This whole Me too movement Is going back And digging up guys Who used to be shitty who they When they used to be shitty And they're making them stand in trial For who they used to be Right Not for who they are right now Yeah That's fucked up. Because you grow. That's like if I go to jail and I get out and I tell you I'm not I don't steal anymore. Yeah. Then you have to you have to wait to see right if what I say is true. But you can't try me and judge me for what I what I once did. I've grown, I paid the price, I went through the the process. I'm Mm -hmm. a new person now. They're not doing that. Right. Like James Gunn. What's to say now that this work that James Gunn was doing made him a better person, right? Let's just say working. I don't even know what James Gunn did. I'm ignorant about he it. He tweeted on Twitter about he did some pedophile jokes or whatever, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, I need to fuck him. And he didn't say anything weird right. like that. He just made a pedophile joke, I got a you. couple of them, Yeah, and people like fucking was mad at him, but because it's Disney, and Disney like... Even though they fucking destroy families and, and, and corrupt kids is all about the children at Disney. And they got rid of him. They they said, Oh, he can't he can't direct the movie now.
0: Wasn't Walt Disney like a huge anti Semite? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love the look on your face. I wish people could
0: see
1: <laughs> Do you understand the hypocrisy of Disney? Oh my god. Saying pedophile <laughs> can't work here. But fuck Jews. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> You will not. (laughs) You cannot fuck kids. (laughs) But you hate Jews all you want to. Go ahead. What you got to say? Like literally. Yeah. Well, outspoken. Yeah. Walt Disney was. Yeah. But no one will say that because if you shit on Disney, you don't work. Yeah. No one's going to touch you if you shit on Disney because Disney owns NBC. I mean uh, ABC. They got ESPN. Like they just bought fucking. Fox. Yeah. They're just buying up shit. So it's like
0: it's like the government owns the media and people wonder why, you know, certain things. Man, uh, we should do another podcast.
1: Look, <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this shit forever. There's so many hypocrisies in it. And then you take out the fact that once again, a man only does what you allow him to do. Yeah. So in any situation where a man has said, Hey, I'll do this for you if you do this for me He's propositioned it before and was successful. That's why he's able to have the courage to do it again. Right. At some point in time in, in the article, Aziz put his fingers in the girl's mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah, he like stuck it. Fucking he watched porn hub and it was like, This is what they're doing. This is what you do. I'm gonna put my finger in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So while he fucking ah, ah, jack, <laughs> making a gag on his fingers, she's probably like, I don't like this. <laughs> but maybe it's a thing that we should be doing, right? Yeah. He did it. He don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's done that to somebody before. And they were like, I like that. You When you, when you put your fingers in my mouth, I really like that. They're yeah. like, really? Yeah. I'll keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's the fucking finger mouth serial killer. He's just fucking fingering bitches <laughs> in their mouth now because they someone <laughs> liked it. Women should have a dossier or some type of fucking uh, manuscript of things that they like and don't like. Yeah. And pass it out because y'all need to discuss it. A lot of women like to be choked. I don't I,
0: – I, I can't imagine how that's a good
1: – I know I've choked bitches before.
0: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you like, hold up, wait. We're going to go to commercial and come back. Jesus, we'll be back with uh, Joel Osteen. This is got out of hand. It got out of hand real. <laughs> not in a bad way, but I, my ex girlfriend liked to be choked. And when, dude, this is like 2004. Yeah. This is new to me. The choking thing, 2004. She's like, I want you to choke me. <laughs> Why? What? Why? I like it. I get off on it. Why? Yeah. Then I was like, she was twenty three. I'm like, you like to be. You made a definitive decision at twenty three that you like to be choked. Like you didn't wait till later in life when you had done practically everything, <laughs> and you was like, what else can I add to my fucking resume of fucking filth? And you yeah. like, I like to be choked yeah. at twenty three, and I wasn't totally against it because she pissed me off right. earlier. <laughs> no, like I can knock out two birds with one stone. Let's get it on. Like, so I'm, it's a thing. I I've met girls who like to be choked. I like. I met girls who like to be slapped. I met one girl. She said, "Spit in my face." I was like, "We got to go to therapy." Yeah. Because this is this is not even sex anymore, bitch. You. You you like abuse. And yeah. I don't, yeah. I I can't respect you after you just told me to spit in your Some face. Some
0: shit grosses me out, dude. Like Don Barris is always up here, and he'll always tell a girl, "Spit in my mouth," and uh, like the late night can get pretty raw up here, and he'll be like. He'd be like, spit in my mouth. And this chick last night, I thought was gonna do it, and I was like, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't spit
1: in his mouth. Spit in his mouth. Oh my god. How is that a?
0: Is that a bit?
1: <laughs> How do you write that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have to see his show for it to be. under. Anyway, will it be on Kimball? I don't think he does that in the crowd warm up. No, <laughs> but. uh <laughs> Some old lady from Poughkeepsie in the right. front row. Y'all have a good spit time? My my All
1: right. Who's here to see Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel? All right. Hey, lady, come here. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're just from Poughkeepsie. She's like, you we spit spitting his mouth. It was
0: uh, have you always had uh, such a distinct delivery, or did that take a
1: while? It's been there. Always? It's been it, it, it slow It's slowed down over the years. Because I originally, I used to talk a little fast, but I was from the South. And, you know... I'm a victim of my environment, so I had this southern drawl. Right. So you really couldn't understand me sometimes when I would talk, so I had to learn how to talk louder and enunciate and speak slower because if I talk fast, you need to put subtitles on because yeah. I, I turn Cajun. I talk too fast, you can't understand what I'm saying, so I had to slow it down. But I, now I've learned how to talk fast and you can mm-hmm. still understand me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit the way I tell stories, right? Because I'm, sto- I'm I like to tell stories. I don't like to do I don't like to do one liners or shit like that. You told me one time after one of my
0: spots at the Laugh Factory that I was a really good storyteller. You are, dude. And I didn't, uh, you know, I, <coughs> I really appreciated the compliment because I think you're one of the best storytellers I've ever heard. So Thanks, I, I never really considered myself a storyteller, but when you told me that, I was that's like, that's off now. Okay, it's all right. She's recording the rest of okay. it. Um, but I never thought of myself as really being a storyteller. And then when you told me that, I was like, "Well, maybe I maybe I can tell stories better than I thought I could." But you know
1: uh, what it is, dude. You remind me of um, you remind me of Ron White. Oh yeah, Ron White is a storyteller. Mm-hmm. You move around a little more. Ron White, like I just stand in one spot and I smoke a cigarette and I just like that. That's just him. Yeah. But you you move around um i don't move very much you move a, you move more than him in my little area yeah, yeah. you like the, i don't move a lot either like i i learned now i pace a little bit because sometimes i learn from chris rock that if the crowd if you don't move when you're on stage then they don't feel the need to have to look up at you when you're performing hmm. because they know where you are yeah. So it's like if you just if that's you performing, and you like just standing there, blah, blah 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 blah, and that's your tone the whole time. You yeah. don't move, then the, then the person, in the audience, can be like, oh, I'll just do something else. I can still hear him, but I'm not. I don't have to look at him to get what I need to get. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to look at him to be able to understand him. Okay. So I move a little bit now, but as far as like storytelling goes, dude, you're one of those people where I say. If comedy was as pure as people proclaim it to be, yeah, you would be a bigger name than what you are. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Sure, I feel the same way about you.
1: Yeah, so if we, we were honest, like if comedy was pure and honest and like it wasn't star fucking and it wasn't the fact that you know, whatever your gimmick you have going on propels you, you would be further. But at the same time, we also are our own victims, our own enemy, I guess you could say, because we don't want to be buffoonish. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, soft shoe or fucking tap dance and get laughs. <coughs> but there's people that will do it. It's a shitload of them that will do it because at the end of the day, it's about survival. And especially now, and I, I hate, I feel
0: like I feel myself bitching about it all the time, and there's no money in bitching about it. And I don't really want to be wasting my energy and my time bitching about it, but like, but the way things are with Instagram and everything and all that, and I'm not saying nobody who does these things are funny, but there's so much bullshit out there. Yep. I mean, it's just terrible bullshit, and and
1: I'm like, God damn, you can't <laughs> compete with the phone. You cannot. This is why comedy. S- Comedy sucks right now. Sketch comedy sucks right now. Sitcoms suck right now because there's so many people giving it away for free. Mm -hmm. Why would you pay anybody to do anything when you have a world of people who just want attention? Yeah. Who are willing to put production value into a one-minute sketch that they're going to put on Instagram for nothing. Yeah. That's all. They don't give a fuck. Everybody's a star. That's why the Oscars, the ratings drop. That's why nobody watches Late Night anymore. No one gives a fuck about Late Night. When somebody says, oh, I'm doing a Late Night on Conan, I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) The fuck you want me to get excited (laughs) about it for? Nobody watches Late Night anymore. No one is staying up late to watch you do your five-minute set that you've been working on for a year. Yeah. No one gives a fuck. Because they open up their phone, they can watch it on their phone. No one needs to watch celebrities on late night because celebrities post all day what they're doing mm-hmm. that's that's the TV show now yeah the phones are you are, you're 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 locked in all the time so who watches TV
0: yeah yeah my, my you know part of my thing with when I was growing up and I would watch a comedian if I liked him, you know there was part of me that kind of wonder I liked wondering like what's that guy about? In other a- areas of his life. And just just having the, not knowing everything. There's something, you know, about. It's a mystery. Yeah. There's something about good stand-up that's part of, s- there's always going to be a little bit of a mystery. And now everything is out there. And it's like. You don't
1: want to know how Where's the specialness
0: of it, you know?
1: I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Yeah. You should. Everybody should not know how the sausage is made. Because you don't want to know. You don't want to know how these celebrities are made. Nope. If anybody knew how your favorite celebrity really behaved or how they became famous, you wouldn't be a fan of them. Yeah. you w- Artists, singers, Jack Nicholson rumored to have pissed on women regularly. Yeah. No one knows if it's true or not, but it's out there. Thank God Richard Pryor is not alive
0: anymore. Cause his legacy would have just been ripped to fucking Richard treads. Would
1: be done Cause fucking he
0: did not treat women well, <laughs> but
1: he was also, you know, the funniest person on the planet. The yeah, planet.
0: and the way he was raised, you know,
1: can't be mad. I mean,
0: it's like with Louis. For Louis to be to get off on what he gets off on, something had to happen in his childhood. Yeah. He, he was shamed. Some fucked up things happened. People are like, yeah, well,
1: it's deeper. Yeah, it's a deeper thing, but. No one gets a fuck about that. Like, hey, we don't want you entertaining us right now. I'm like, oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not. It, it, if but he comes back, he comes back. If he doesn't, look, it's going to sound fucked up. I don't feel sorry for Louie. He rich. Yeah. He'll he made all right. it. He, he's going he's to be all right. Yeah. If he don't ever do comedy again, he'll be, probably be depressed because he can never do the one thing that he loves to do. Yeah. But he made enough money to where he'll be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll be okay. He he wears the same shirt and pants. He has not splurged on much. Yeah.
0: And, and unless I'm wrong about the story, he didn't forcibly do any have anybody do anything. He didn't bar the fucking door and No. He didn't know, do a he, Matt he didn't he, do a
1: Matt Lauder where he fucking you walk into his office. Matt Lauder you know Matt Lawyer uh, from uh the Today Show?
0: Yeah, what uh, what did he do?
1: He sexually harassed women, but this motherfucker had a lock on his door, so when you come inside he would push a button under his desk oh, wow. and lock the door so you couldn't get out. Yeah, And you couldn't get out until he unlocked the fucking door. Somebody at NBC okayed that. Yeah. Do you understand? Sure. They were like, man, Matt's really bringing in the numbers. <laughs> Give him whatever he wants. He wants a lock on his door. For what? He just says he wants a door. Like he a James Bond villain Yes. Yes! Yeah. Dr. Claw out this bitch. Go get Gadget. And he fucking <laughs> pushed the button fucking fall through the fucking, but he literally had a lock on his door. So when you come in, you can't leave until he fucking unlocks the door. Yeah. Why would you give anyone that fucking type of power or mechanism to have at their disposal? Yeah. Unless you know. Yeah. Who the fuck says that? I mean, a a button. He sold it. He was like, I just don't feel like locking my door sometimes. I just want to be able to sit (laughs) at my desk and just push a button. Really? Yeah. So no one can get out. <laughs> and then did he assault women? Yeah, he was touching them and everything. Okay. That's why he's not on the air anymore. Okay. But literally. Yeah. You helped him. Yeah. You gave him a device. He was like, man, you know what would really helped me out? If they couldn't get out. Because <laughs> 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 uh, I can get him in the room, but it's like, keep it. Making them stay as well. Once having they realize difficult. my intentions, they yeah. keep wanting to leave. Once I started saying stuff like "take your clothes <laughs> off, they made way for the door. So I decided if I lock it, they yeah. can't get out. Soundproof door. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah.
0: From what I understand about Louie, anytime he asked someone and they said no, he would say, I'm sorry, I have issues. And that was it. So he's just asking some really fucked up I'm questions. I'm not making excuses for Louie. I'm, I'm not, I'm not either, for, and I'm sure there's more to it than I know.
1: I'm not making excuses for Louie. But if you go back and look at his stand up, mm-hmm. you look at his TV shows, this motherfucker has said in every comedy special he's ever done, even his half hours for HBO, mm-hmm. he likes to jerk off every special. His, some of his punchlines, he'd be like, and so I just jerked off on it. <laughs> That was his cry for help. He's letting you know I have a fucking <laughs> problem. He jerked off on a a vending machine. Like, who does this? What
0: did he do? I didn't. And ever one of hear his jokes, he's like, why so I just oh, jerked off okay. on it." Like just,
1: any joke, Andy Kindler called him out on it. But literally any joke Louis would do, if the joke didn't land. He was just like So I just jerked off on it. Yeah, that was his that was his safe That was my safe line. Like, like, <laughs> like what black comments say, man, life is crazy. Like the fuck? <laughs> That's not a joke. Like, yeah, shit's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was his shit's crazy. <laughs> so I just jerked yeah. off on it. Like, really? He was at he was it was at McDonald's and you couldn't get something, so you just jerked off on it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Louis did he did an episode of Louie the first season. The final episode of the show, he positions his laptop on the coffee table, pulls his pants down, and jerks off, and it goes to fucking credits. That's not art. Yeah. That's a man saying, if you don't get this dick out of my hand, I'm going to rip it off. <laughs> Literally. You know who's the real victim here? His dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because he's the one who suffered the abuse. Every time he saw a woman, his dick was like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> Fuck about to do the thing where he fucking tries to rip me out of the torso. God uh, damn it. so funny. It's true, though, but he, he says it in every special. Every special. Even the one he did for Netflix, the 2017 one. He talks about jerking off. Louis a dark person. Yeah. His opening joke was about abortion in his last special. It's a, f- it's a cry for fucking help. Yeah. From him and his dick.
0: Have you ever met him? Yeah. Yeah. Was he all right to you?
1: It was cool. He's one of the people that he's just in his world. He don't give a fuck. He just like he just knows that I go on stage, I tell jokes, they give me money, and I walk away.
0: I wonder if he would be like if he if and when he gets a uh, big special again or something. First of all, how he's gonna open his show. And second of all, if he would have major nerves about
1: that. His opening joke for his special. His opening joke for his special. It's on the nose. It's hacky, but it's funny. I've been a bit of a jerk. <laughs> 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 and and I know what you're thinking, but I have. I've been a jerk. Metaf- metaphorically, literally, I've, I've been a jerk. And I just want to say, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And
0: if the funniest shit Comes from pain He should
1: just talk about I thought I could is- pull it off <laughs> 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 He just keeps hitting him I thought I could pull it off <laughs> And everything just came to a head, And I just fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it literally, it literally That would be The way he would just come out Cause what are you gonna do He gonna go You really gonna go on stage And not Louie will be the first person To do a comedy special About how Fucked up he was Yeah and and people will like it Yeah You know why? Because we like to see We like to see a tragedy
0: Have you seen this uh, Hannah Gadsby thing? I can't watch that shit I, I've
1: a Fucking hour and a half This bitch did 17 minutes of material And then the rest was a TED talk
0: Really? What was it about getting abused or something?
1: <sighs> Everybody got their thing
0: I have no problem calling attention to that kind of thing As long as you're funny it was, funny it was about
1: just, it? It was a, it was a heartfelt love letter to say, "Hey, this is what I've been through. Mm-hmm. I don't do comedy anymore." But well then walk, just get off stage. Then yeah, you don't have to do. Who
0: gets, a lot of us still do. Can you get the fuck out of the way? I would
1: like. You know what? Someone <laughs> would like this spot right now. This <laughs> slot that you're using right now. Yeah. But because she filled out this huge ass auditorium in Australia, and she stood on stage, it's not brave to stand on stage. And say, you've been through some shit. Everybody's been through shit. Yeah, People do it in a different way, but just because you were able to pay, just because you were able to talk somebody into funding your your speech Mm -hmm. that you wanted to give, that's not brave.
0: I I need to watch it just for my own, or at least as much of it as I can. It's hard for me to watch stand-up anymore.
1: I can't watch it. The last comedy special that I watched, Front to Back, Chappelle's in January. Yeah, I, I I did
0: watch his. I
1: can't watch it. I, there's no. First of all, I, I let me just say this because I want to be, I want to have my my finger on the pulse of everything that's happening because I do know what's happening. With comedy evolving and changing and becoming what it is, everybody's bored with the same formulaic approach. Mm-hmm. Comedy special you do some goofy, dumb sketch at the beginning that leads you to the stage somehow. Right. He was in a bar, now it's a stage right here. Or you were just driving in a car and kick some people's asses, and then you just roll out of the car, and now you're on stage. Like, how right. the fuck you got to make it a grand entrance? So you do your goofy-ass sketch. You come out on stage. People stand up. They clap for you. And you're like, sit down, sit down. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. And then you talk for an hour. And then you walk off stage. This role, you come back on stage, say hey, thank you, or you do some goofy ass sketch at the end. It's the same formula, and people are just like, We're sitting here watching someone just tell jokes, yeah. And we'll, yeah, think about this, dude. Baseball games were created to entertain people, yeah, right, yeah. What you doing on Sunday, nothing? Let's go watch some people hit a ball, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Pack the stadium out, they became desensitized, so they're like, Oh man. We can't do nothing else while we're here. It's a baseball game we came to watch. I know, but it's boring now. <laughs> so what they do now? I went to a Dodgers game a couple of weeks ago. Motherfuckers got contests going on in the middle of the fucking game. They doing giveaways. They shooting commercials. They do the fucking Kiss Cam. They do the who's a true Dodger fan. People dancing, put the camera on you. Dance for you see who dance, you can win some popcorn. It's like there's a fucking baseball game going on. Yeah. You're not entertained enough by this fucking baseball game. Yeah. That we gotta add more shit to the game. Same thing with basketball game. Go to basketball Lakers game, they fucking got content. This is sponsored by Kia. Who wants to hit the ball from half court? Like so everybody's you 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 get bored with the shit that you do.
0: Yeah, that's 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 all stemming from our phones, I think. People can't be just still No.
1: And, yeah. No. You ever lose your you ever leave your phone at home? You don't feel like you connected to the world, like <laughs> Can't nobody reach me. I don't know if there's a tweet going on about me right now. A Facebook status. Oh my God. Your joke about how you posted your dick yeah. on on Facebook mm-hmm. and your, <laughs> your aunt liked it. Yeah. Oh my God, dude.
0: That that was the story I told that you I came off stage and you're like, you were one of the best storytellers. Dude, that and shit like, had
1: me I was like, that's the build up was so funny. Cause it starts off just calm, and then you just start adding to it, and then like boom, 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 and it's so you can never get that crescendo out of it because each joke with inside your joke is such a fucking bomb. It's like boom, 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 and he's like, God damn, where's he gonna go with this? But it's just <laughs> the jokes were so. I think the difference between you, me. And comics that do comedy versus people who just want laughs. Because some people just want laughs. They don't care how they get them. Mm-hmm. They don't care if the joke makes sense. They just know that when they say something, people laugh. And that's enough for them. Yeah. I need to know why you are laughing at my joke. Yeah. Some people say, why do you give a fuck? Because I want you laughing with me. I don't want you laughing at me and I don't want a dumb audience. I've had people come up to me after shows in Columbia, South Carolina. I did a show, and this guy was like, man, man, you funny, but I ain't feel like thinking tonight. I was like, what? <laughs> he literally said, I didn't feel like thinking tonight. You got me thinking. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you had a good time thinking. Yeah. <laughs> he was mad. He was like, man, you had me thinking so much, dude. I just wanted yeah. to just come in and enjoy myself. But he, you, you all, you all, cere- you were wordy and stuff. So, yeah, man. But. <laughs> But you're funny. Like, sorry, you I'm, dumb motherfucker. I'm sorry, you dumb fuck. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know this was Challenge Your Brain Week. You man,
0: know. I can't stand when people come up to me after shows and say, man, I loved your redneck stuff. And I'm like, really? Because I don't have any. <laughs> I literally don't have any jokes about being a redneck or the South. or I mean, I, I may oh, reference God. that I was raised in the South or that I have relatives there or something like that. Um, but I don't, you know. I don't spend
1: any time talking about right. You know, you're not Larry the Cable Guy. No,
0: and they act like I am because they see a certain you know.
1: Because they say, oh, he dressed like this. He yeah, he sounds like this. Swings, He's you so know. You're reading material stuff. It's good. I don't know where to show you at, but uh, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed whoever that comic was because your stuff
0: main. about the Arkansas was killing me. I'm like, I literally reference it one. time. I'm from Arkansas, man.
1: God damn. <laughs> And I talked for 50 minutes. It, it almost killed me. <laughs> that whole bit about Arkansas. You mean what I just said I'm from Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> Killing me. <laughs> what was funny about it? You're from Arkansas. <laughs> that's just enough. I like, looked your redneck humor. That redneck humor. You, like, you mean the fact idiot. that I talk like I'm from the South and I told jokes that's redneck humor? Yeah. All right, sir. Yeah. You get home safely. <laughs> 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 don't ever come back to another show I do ever again. Do you understand? How me? do black people feel about some of the jokes you do?
0: You talking about Fine, or I wouldn't do them, you dumb motherfucker. Like, <laughs> they get
1: mad at you because you do redneck <laughs> stuff about... It's not racist. I just I have a voice. Yeah, I tell jokes. you are like, good luck. What? Yeah. They don't hear you. they like, I hear redneck material. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't. Just, like, I can't play Urban Room. com black, black, black All black crowd? Mm. They're not hearing me.
0: Really? I'm like
1: cause they're like you trying to be one guy you trying to be too smart. I'm like,
0: Oh I've heard I've heard that before. My yeah. friend my friend Justin's heard that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, if you try to be too smart, they are like, Oh, you're trying to be you're trying to be clever.
0: This woman came up to my best friend Justin after a show we were doing in we were co headlining in Syracuse and this woman came up and I don't remember how the discussion got started, but she was like, Say ask 'cause she wanted him to say axe and he was like and he was like Ask and she goes, Oh, y- you speak really well. <laughs> and he goes, He goes, lots of black people do, like the president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say, Ask, ask you speak very well. Like it was a litmus test. Like, let's see if he's real in that. Say, Ask. Oh, uh, he's educated. Let's walk away. Go, 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 go. <laughs> he's He's had a book. Get away. There
0: are people who think they're being, like, progressive when they say shit like that, you know?
1: I don't have, I think I have difficulty. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me what would I do if I didn't do comedy. So lately I've been writing. I, I wrote, I'm writing a book right now. Yeah. It's a lot of work. But oh, yeah. But I've been working on it for a year now. And then it's crazy because I started reading books in the genre of what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So I started writing more. I literally, tell him I started writing three books at the same time. I'm never going to finish them.
0: <laughs> Writing a book is a big chore.
1: Dude, right now my book has 190 pages. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I think the cutoff will be 200. I don't want more than 200 because I want it to be an easy read. I want it to be a fun read. I'm not trying to give you fucking Lord of the Rings. I'm not trying to give you 500 pages. ain't nobody reading a 500-page book unless you just got a cat and you're lonely. Or you fucking... <laughs> travel on the train a lot or plane, but about 200 pages, I work on it every day. Because I, if I could just write the books that I could perform later, like write these one-man shows as books and then perform them later in front of an audience, mm-hmm. I'd be happy. I don't want to be dumb famous, dude. Yeah, I, I don't want to be Kevin Hart famous. I don't want to be fucking Chris Rock famous. I don't want that. That's, I don't like people enough. I don't. I don't—you know what it is? I feel like for us, the reason why we aren't famous is because we won't sell the product. Yeah. We don't have the energy to pretend that we like something enough to sell the product. And I'm fine with that.
0: Man, I, I've tried a couple times, and it's just
1: hard for me. Yeah. You know? It's not who I am. It's not. If I feel, and I feel— I feel dirty and disingenuous when I'm like, hey, how's everybody doing, y'all? Man, I'm so happy to be here. I'm never happy to be anywhere. <laughs> ever. If you ever hear me on TV saying, man, I'm so happy to be here, someone wrote it down and I'm reading it off a of fucking teleprompter. Yeah, I'm only happy when I'm leaving wherever I am. Yeah, That's, that's when I'm happy. Like, where you going? <laughs> I'm about to leave. You just got here. I know. I got to go. I'm going. <laughs> The fuck home. we speaking of
0: having a go. We're gonna have to wrap this up. Let's get out of here. But I've enjoyed the hell out of talking Dude, to
1: you. We should do this more often. We
0: should. W- where can people find you around here? Uh,
1: I am on. Uh, I post periodically on Instagram and Twitter. I don't even tweet anymore. I don't give a fuck. Facebook is just high school reunion. Just mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people that you get to see, right? Who didn't take care of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Every chick that I ever try to holler at that's on Facebook, I look at her and I'm like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Look who got a gym membership and who don't. Huh? <laughs> How do you spell Maranzio? M-A-R-O-N-Z-I-O. Vance. V-A-N-C-E. It's a Sicilian name that my mother gave me because she's a huge Godfather fan. She likes Italian culture. She likes... Did my mother obsessed with the mafia. Like I don't know what it is, dude. I I love your name. Whenever, whenever
0: I, you probably hate me for saying this, but every time I see you or talk to you for like two or three days after, I have this song in my head where I go, "Oh, oh, Maranzio. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know what the fuck is going.
1: <laughs> Tim just. Fucking hanging out like yep, ooh Marundi, You like a song.
0: Yeah, I'll be walking my dog and I'll be ooh. And your dog Marundi. look at me like,
1: huh? the dog like, what the fuck is going on? You always do that. After you-. <laughs> you go to the comedy club and like two or three days later, here come that goddamn song again. What the fuck is wrong with you? You talk about it. Uh, nah, but yeah, uh, my mom gave me that name, dude, and. My name is like the it's like it's like the weather, dude. It's a seventy percent chance someone is not gonna get that bitch right. The people are like, yeah, you think somebody gonna get it? I don't know, man. It's, it's oh, I bet people fucked
0: that up your whole life, dude. I can't even imagine some of the shit people probably told you.
1: Uh, There's not even a long story that we can get out of here. I did a show with Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb is like probably like two thousand three, two thousand four. I was at the Haha ha Cafe, and Corey Holcomb had a show that he did in Lancaster and on Thursdays or some shit like that, Wednesdays. And I was hanging outside the HaHa, And I wasn't well-known by a lot of comics. People knew me. Mm-hmm. They knew I was funny, but they didn't know who I was. They were still like, the jury was still out if they would want to embrace me into this comedy community. And uh, he was like, I need a comic. And they were like, why don't you take him around here? Yeah, he funny. And he was like, who him? And Corey never met before him. He funny. Yeah, he funny, dude. You take him. He was like, you want to go? He's like, i said, yeah. say, yeah. They paid $75. Fuck it, yeah, I'm going. You crazy? <laughs> In 2004, $75 for comedy? Yeah. You don't have to ask me twice. So, dude took me to Lancaster. Tim, it's the most ghetto room. Mm-hmm. As a black person, I didn't feel safe around these black people. I was like, I need I don't, I, don't, I need to go someplace else. <laughs> I need to be in public. I need to be around <laughs> more people. I don't know what's going to happen. And we were riding in the car. He would listen to his music. He didn't really talk to me that much. He was like, where you from? Whatever. You know, the bullshit. Right. But he didn't really talk to me. He did most of the talk. He just dominated the conversation. We got to the show, show was supposed to start at 9, we got there like 10, 30. <laughs> you got a lodge full of black people that's been waiting since 9 o'clock for the show. Lights is still on, like it's in a, a banquet hall, mm-hmm. lights still on. And he go on stage and perform with these bright lights, he not going to dim the lights or nothing, like we're not going to, like having sex during the daytime, you're not going to like close the curtains or nothing, we're just going to do it. Yeah. Goes on stage, he does about 15 minutes of material. This motherfucker did not know my name. <laughs> and he was like, next guy comes to the stage, very funny. you probably seen him on Dev Comedy Jam and blah, blah, blah. He started naming credits. I ain't never been on TV before. Yeah, uh, Put your hands together for uh, Joe Tory.
0: <laughs> he introduced you as Joe Torre.
1: <laughs> and he pointed to me, come on, man. Come on. Come on. And I was like, bitch, I am not <laughs> Joe Torre. He'll tell you his real name. And then he was like, ah, his name is Joe Torre. He'll tell you his name when he get on stage. And I was like, this is the worst Intro ever. In the Joe Tory, first of all, yeah. that's the first comment you think of when you think of me. I'm insulted. <laughs> they didn't even know my name. He just brought me on stage to this hostile crowd <laughs> that was like this Apollo audience in Lancaster that's yeah. filled with ex-game bangers and drug dealers and shit that's like he better be funny. And I'm like, oh yeah. Jesus. Worse. That show and then Frazier Smith had me do a show in Palmdale in a bar. And Tim, the stage was a was a chair. Yeah, literally. I stood up, I stood up in a chair and told jokes. Nice for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. in a bar that was doing a NASCAR function outside. Mm-hmm. So I had to talk over <laughs> radio announcer outside. We gonna go around the track one more time. I'm like, so everybody having a good time tonight? Like daytime? It's like six o'clock. sun's still oh, out. Brutal. Like, the fuck, dude, Everything he says brutal. Dude, every sh- I had the <laughs> shittiest. Sh- I don't even know why I do this shit no more. I don't either.
0: I- occasionally, still do some shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing I right like now?
1: I, my career is going the opposite direction. I'm like that way. No, nah, my career is going that way. Yeah. You ready for us to get off the microphone?
0: We gotta cl- we gotta wrap it up.
1: Can she hear us? Yeah, she can okay. hear us.
0: Um, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. But uh, we're, are we okay? We're gonna have to have you back because. All right, I would look love to like, have you again. Um she's like whatever. Get off the mic. Everybody go to makingithappen.com, dot com m a c a n it happen dot com. Help out little Bo making Comedy dot com. I've got some dates coming up in September, and then I'm taking pretty much all of October, November off. But then I'll be. Where are you in September? Um, uh, St. Louis Funny Bone, and I'm doing. Uh, Is that a good room? Yeah, it's a great room. I haven't been there a few years, but I'm going back at the you end of September. Do I have what? You have an agent. Anymore, not anymore. Book right, yourself? Not currently, yeah. I've been doing all my own shit.
1: I gotta do... uh I'm doing side splitters in Tampa. I've heard that's a good room. The 13th through the 16th. And then I'm doing uh, Brad September. Garrett's room. Yeah, I'm doing Brad Garrett's room in Vegas. I'll be out there for six years. <laughs> <laughs> seven days in Vegas is punishment. I don't give a fuck. Unless yeah. you live there, Yeah. to be in Vegas for seven days is...
0: Yeah. God damn it. I just brutal. did 16 shows there about two months ago. Laugh Factory? Yeah. Oh. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the shows, but I, uh, other than the shows, I'm
1: like, yeah, I'm ready to I go. I go back to it. my room. Yeah. I don't gamble. I'm OCD, so I don't want to touch the fucking machines or nothing. Yeah. I just go do my time and I go back to my room and I just write and watch TV and read. Yeah. That's it, dude. I
0: know, dude. I'm lame as fuck.
1: I'm bored. Look, I'm boring <laughs> as fuck. Prostitute would be. Very disappointed in me, but
0: fucking hilarious. Um, if you get a chance, to check out Moranzio Vance. You definitely need to. He's one of those guys that uh, one of the best, one of the best comedians in the country, easily. And uh, that's not just polite talk; that's true. So make sure you check out Moranzio Vance. It, man. And uh, yeah, timgathercomedy.com. dot com. All my dates will be on there. Pretty busy in September, December, and January, but November, October, I'm taking off for my baby boy arrival. So congratulations uh, on the baby. Yeah. Cover. Thanks, buddy. So, appreciate everybody listening. God bless all of you, and uh, take care. Bye.